were about to say. Yeah. I'm also assuming that you're already recording. Yeah. Because you've got that look in your eyes. <laughs> I gotta tell, bitch. Welcome to Mominous. Welcome to episode eight of Mominous. <laughs> I'm Claire Perios. And I'm Katie Judge. And you're gonna have to forgive the party girl nature of my voice today. Of both of our voices, because some sick mama across the table from me threw one hell of a holiday boondoggle last night, and we are both not okay. It was raucous. It was fucking amazing. And the best part of the party, and it was a good party with very excellent people and very excellent drinks, were your sugar cookies. Oh my god, my oh sugar my cookies god. are like, no. oh, they're like from heaven. I don't know how I do it. It's like it was, an angel just reached down and was like, bitch, you got this. I have been trying to be really good, and I ate like maybe three, and then I almost threw up because that was like sugar shock, but it was so good. <laughs> They're just giant round sugar cookies with like a slightly off color like ivory, like maybe there's a little molasses or something. I don't even know and I don't want to know. They were heavenly. Holy fucking shit. I want one right now. I would love to tell you, because it's on theme today, I'd love to tell you that this was like an ancient family recipe, but no, I googled soft frosted sugar cookies and I <laughs> and I used the first recipe and you got a up. porn site and I got a porn site and after I watched that for 15 hours I was ready to bake wow 15 hours that was yeah. one hell of a cookie rabbit hole <laughs> well I mean the plot line was excellent what was I gonna do just abandon it I wanted to see if Chloe and Savannah would really uh would really get it together. Oh my god, the end. your porn names are Chloe and Savannah <laughs> is that the whitest girl white girl porn names I don't know I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the whitest porn names ever. It's just to be like Chastity and Cinnamon. Chloe and Savannah are just like super buttoned up. Like I know actual Chloe's and Savannah's. I feel like they're sorority <laughs> sisters. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think that are that... making sugar cookies? <laughs> they're making sugar cookies and you know what? And things go so wrong. It's Frosting right. just winds up in all the right places. <laughs> So what's our theme today? Why is this so appropriate? <laughs> because porn <I> cookie. Th- <laughs> yeah, our theme is, is um is well it's porn shows. Do they have porn shows or is it just porn movies? What's that rule? That like if it's a thing there's a porn about it? Well, you like and I some... are not on the same wavelength here. No simpatico? <laughs> no simpatico. Wait, what did you just say? What did I, I said I asked if there were porn shows or just porn <laughs> movies. <laughs> And you asked a completely different question. <laughs> I didn't understand the question at all. <laughs> What's a porn show? Like a know. live show? Like an no, like an episodic kind of sexual adventure that happens over the course of a season. <laughs> There's got to be, right? There has to be. What kind of? It's like a like a sexy soap opera. Isn't that like what Grey's Anatomy is, but like with Scrubs instead of? Sex? You could you should have gone with Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, actually. Game of Thrones, it's pretty much a... There was a lot. Porn show. (laughs) All right, sorry. I got really distracted by porn. I'm thinking really hard about how to define, like, what would be a porn show versus what would be porn. (laughs) Or a TV show versus what would be porn. Um... (laughs) I, I can't really think of an appropriate way to change this yeah. topic, so I'm just going to announce. You could always start all over again. I mean, we could, but. But we won't. But we won't. Yeah. 
We already put in a couple of minutes of effort. So porn cookies on a much higher level and a much cleaner podcast would equal today's theme, which is... Weird family dishes. Weird family dishes. And before we get into it, hold on, before we get into it, I do want to make clear... In past episodes, I've talked about my ridiculous cream of shrimp casserole, Mm. and I've talked about eating canned asparagus. Before I tell you what my weird family dishes are, I want to make make clear to everybody that I do eat a lot of fresh vegetables and lean protein. I have a fairly healthy diet, but that has not come across and will continue to not come across. With this episode. If you were just listening to the podcast and assuming what our diets were, one would assume that I just consume alcohol and three sugar cookies. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Which is not far from the truth. (laughs) But occasionally I do have some protein and raw veggies. I'm a pesky pescatarian. I love sushi. Claire and I have sushi a lot. A pesky pescatarian. Oh, she's hung up on that. Did you practice that? No. Was that a thing? I mean, Did you that's... dream it and write it down in the middle of the night? Nope. I just say it a lot. <laughs> in front of a mirror in my bathroom. All right. So what's your first weird family dish? Oh, I'm going first with the weird dish? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want me to? No. I never want you to go first. I figured. I'm always ready. This is my gift to you. Merry <clears> Christmas. <throat> okay. So my weird family dish is actually not weird. It's fucking amazing. Okay. Every time we do a weird family thing, you start out and you're like, well, it's not weird. It's phenomenal or okay. inspiring yes. or amazing. And that amazing. will never change because I'm Irish Catholic and we defend our tribe. And my team is epic. Really? Because I'm a wasp and we'll take each other down at the wink yeah, of an so eye. So you and I are well matched because <laughs> I'm going to go, hi, and you can take out everybody that you know. But this is the Dance of the Seven Fishes, which I may have mentioned in past episodes but it is a deeply respected family tradition in my you family. realize that that was one of your things last week, right? Yes, but I'm talking about the dish. Okay. Within this dinner, okay. which is epic, All which right. everyone now knows that I feel really strongly about. It's my favorite night of the year. Wait, Christmas I, Eve. Wait. It's my favorite I, night of the I year. I didn't, I, it's, that was not made clear to me. <laughs> it's my favorite night of the year. It's my favorite night of the year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my Uncle Henry, who's actually Italian-American, but he's part of the clan. So we do the Dance of the Seven Fishes, which is actually the Dinner of the Seven Fishes. But the ridiculous dish is my mom's anxiety-ridden coquille Saint-Jacques, which is the leading dish, which is scallops that you kind of simmer down in like a mushroomy broth, and then you put them into a giant scallop shell, and then you put breadcrumbs on top of it, and you broil it. And then you eat it as the first dish. That sounds delicious. It's amazing. Here are the reasons that it's a weird family dish. One, my mom is so fucking nervous to execute this dish every year that I'm always like, hawk it off to someone else. Oh, is that why it's anxiety-ridden? It's anxiety-ridden. She is so nervous because there are a lot of really excellent cooks in this part of the family. Oh, and so I'm she's talking like, about, I need like, to like fucking nail this. I need this. to fucking stick this landing. And my mom is, she she wants to bring excellence to this table. My aunt's an incredible cook. Her husband's an incredible cook. His mom's an incredible cook. I get cook. it. His dad's and it was an she's, incredible cook. She's playing on a professional field. She's she playing on a pro, to, pro field. She doesn't want to mess up the kickoff or whatever she other like, sports metaphor I yeah, can she's use. Not, yeah. 
It's insane to me. It's always insane to me. And then her other dish that she brings is super lowbrow, and she nails it. She makes deviled eggs with the paprika on top, and everybody's like, oh, oh, God, like I love deviled eggs. The fuck out of these things. And then she's making this coquille Saint-Jacques that's not in her wheelhouse. She doesn't, she doesn't want to do it. It, she's so nervous. And I'm always like, just bring the deviled eggs and be like, excellent cooks that want to do the thing. But she does it. She does it every year and she gets complimented. But I understand. It's the anxiety coquille Saint-Jacques. She'll be so mad if she listens Coquille Saint-Jacques. She's be like, how could you tell everyone that I'm so nervous about the coquille Saint-Jacques? <laughs> She'll be so mad. But she does it. She nails it. And she can. she's a pro on the field. She doesn't see herself that way. And I show up with a block of like, I buy the best fucking aged parm okay, good, that I can. Okay, good, because I was really hoping you'd finish that with like, I show up with a block of cheese. I show up with a block of cheese. <laughs> and I'm like. Always be the person that I've got like kids falling out of trees and shit's fucked. And I'm like, I got cheese and a piece of wood and some crackers and you guys go crazy and everyone loves it. <laughs> I understand your mom's point of view though. Like, this is mine. I can execute I it, and I'm terrified, but I'm going to do this. Yeah. I get it. I love, like, the scramble that she and I have every year. Like, like when I'm it's home. Part of, it's the ritual. Advance, I understand. It's so good. So it's weird, but it's beautifully weird. And I can't wait. Now that I'm talking about it, I can't. It's this, you're so it's excited. Weird. I can't wait. I can't wait. This is going to be released on Christmas Eve, so you're about to eat this. <sighs> I'm so excited. All right. All right. Give me one of yours. So, this is also <laughs> Christmas related. Yes, good. And it also has all the preservatives. And I'm fully aware that it will one day kill me. Yep. But every Christmas day, after we open presents, mm-hmm. one by one, we eat a fabulous brunch. Oh, I've heard about this brunch. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. And, you know, it's got the croissants and uh, fresh fruit and all the Bloody Marys and mimosas you could ever want. Nothing you're saying is weird at a brunch, though. What's the weird? Um, Busted it's, out, Claire? It's cream chip beef. What the fuck? <laughs> what is that? It's from Stouffer's. It is um, exactly... What it sounds like it's frozen and it's no. like little slivers of like actual slivers of some sort of cow. I'm sure it's like Allegedly. a cow, <laughs> dog, hippopotamus hybrid in cream sauce and we put it on toast. It sounds like the kind of thing that people eat meat would eat. Dan calls it that and my corned beef hash. Dan calls a post-apocalyptic food. He's like, oh, is this what you're going to eat when we're in uh, District 17? <gasps> District 17. Mm-hmm. Good shout out, Dan. Yeah. Um, he does not. He does not partake. He does not And is not it actual it. like Stouffer's, like you buy this like frozen thing? We buy just, it frozen. And we just, heat it in the microwave and then we pour it over toast. And you love it. And I love it. And it's my Christmas. And, it's Christmas. and I don't have it any other day. So, I only have it on Christmas. Yeah. I don't think it's going to kill you then. Fun fact. Cream chip beef's uh, nickname is shit on a shingle. Oh. Because you put it on toast. And Ew. It's shit. And then you eat it voluntarily. Yeah. After you've called it shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. I, like, I was wondering where you were going with the lead-in about how you actually eat vegetables and raw foods. And now I understand why you felt the need to defend yourself. To clarify? Yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's about to get so much worse with my next one. 
Oh, just go right into it then. You want me to just... Yeah, because I don't okay. feel like I'm... I, I, I'm not bringing the big guns to the table like you are with shit on a shingle. So I'm about to tell you a little story about a dish that in my family we call train wreck. Oh my God, I can't wait. Okay. And is this a holiday No, dish? this isn't this is any day. Anytime. This is a Wednesday in September dish. And train wreck has three ingredients. Okay. Ground beef. Okay. Elbow macaroni. Oh, okay. And Campbell's cream of tomato soup. You with the fucking Campbell's. <laughs> you should buy stock. It's like stock in stock. Fuck you. <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> and you got really excited, I too. Know. You nailed it. You know, you, you could have chill, but nah. No, I've nah. got no chill. It would be inauthentic. I've never had chill. Campbell's tomato soup. Is yeah, wait, 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 wait. Let's re- revisit to ground beef, elbow macaroni, and Campbell's cream of tomato soup. And you mix it all up. Oh, God. Well, first you cook the ground beef and the pasta, and then you mix it all up and you bake it, and you have yourself a delicious treat, my friend. Mm-mm. Okay, that one's weird. <laughs> and train wreck. <laughs> I don't know why it's called train wreck. All right, what's your last one? Is it like? Like oh, it's it's this delicious. No, fuck off. This this, this is low brown. Delicious, like you know, uh, it's more Chilean salty soup, sea bass actually. with peanut sauce. No, but I did make Jamie bronzed sea bass for our first dinner that I cooked for him, and now we're married. So just saying. So. So eh. just saying. <laughs> Science. Science. <laughs> I have a product that I must have when I'm sick, and there can be no substitute product. Oh. And they don't really sell it around here, so I have my mom ship it to me by the, like, case. Is it sometimes. Scrapple? No, it's not Scrapple. I don't even know what that is. That's a board game. <laughs> Scrabble. And you're about to piss off a lot of people in Pennsylvania. <laughs> What's Scrapple? I don't want to explain okay. that She's to not going to. Okay. I'll Google it. Don't, but tell me what your, your irreplaceable thing it's is. It's a salty soup. It's boxed. And it's literally just like those little egg noodles that are teeny tiny. Yeah. And then a pack of like yellow salt. It's called Mrs. Grass and I have to have it. That is so funny. Listen, I don't know what it is, but when I was, I, I'm, I'm talking about from like about the age of four up, my mom made this for me if I was really sick and couldn't keep my shit together, you know. I was up chucking everywhere. If anybody knows what I mean. If you, uh, I was talking about the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have Mrs. Grass. And now, as an adult female, I have to have it. And they don't sell it around here, so I ask my mom to mail it to me. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's my weird shit. I love it. But speaking of weird shit... Should we start talking about weird shit our kids say? Oh, I love talking about weird shit our kids say. It's your turn to go first. Oh, so is it that when you say your story first, then you also get to... I don't know. I'm kind of making it up as I go. I like it. All right, Ariel wrote in that for over a year, when his son was three to four years old, he talked about his old mom and dad who died already. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, like... Either this kid is, like, reincarnated or connected to some other astral plane life. Well, sure, but I'm of two minds with this. So the first mind is, like, okay, it's nice that there's another family beyond the veil or up there or over there, wherever you want to say. 
um, that is looking out for my child. But the other part of me is like, fuck you. That's my kid. Who says they're looking out for them? Oh, good point. What if they're like some red-eyed fucko? What if it was like, um, what's a really horrible family? I don't know. They're trying to think of a good, good reference. I mean, the Hatfields and the McCoys always seemed like bad families. To each other, but they were good to be, like, they're good within their kin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if you're, like, participating in family feuds where the people are getting killed, you could just be peaceful. That's my submission. I think it's a good thought. I'm having a really hard time coming up with, like, a bad family. I know that I don't want to label a family as bad. Oh, I will label it in a minute. <laughs> You're like, I will. Uh, the waspy judgment my will come down hard and fast. And oh I will God. not. It will not be apparent until later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. You're like, I'm going to bad cop this one. Yeah, well, you know, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, that's true. I Pollyanna. And we're just like, you know what, nah. Nah. No. No, bro. You're not going to get away with that. What about a fictional family that sucks so we don't have to call out a real person? Like Matilda's. Matilda's Oh, Harry Potter's family. The The Dursleys. Dursleys. They're not his family. Yeah, it's his aunt. I know. But his family are his friends. Family is the group you make. God. I want to punch you right now. My niece is family. (laughs) They should have ended up together. (laughs) No, I am a... I think that Hermione... And Ron were perfect. Oh, so you're team mediocre? As per usual. <laughs> I don't know why that surprises anybody at this point. I'm like, listen, it doesn't have to be excellent. It just has to be accomplished. <laughs> I mean, we can't go down this Harry Potter rabbit hole, but I staunchly disagree with you. Okay. What you got? I got Mara. <gasps> What's up, Mara? Mara? Mara says, my now five-year-old used to talk about my other family in the ceiling. She actually says, mine other family in the ceiling, which Aww. could be an adorable, you know, little mistake, yeah. or it could be a typo. No, let's go with adorable mistake. Okay. Do you want me to do the voice? Yeah. Okay. Of course I do. My now five-year-old used to talk about, my other family in the ceiling. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific <laughs> accent. <laughs> my other family in the ceiling. I don't know how her daughter turned into Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh, shit. My other family in the ceiling. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, that was that. so fucking good. Don't you apologize for that. <clears throat> you made a choice. I made an artistic choice. Yeah. And I represented probably not this, what was two-year-old. Yeah. She also always pretended to be an old woman. Elizabeth Caden. What? First name, last name. Did she look up their house to see if there was an Elizabeth Caden that died there or an Elizabeth Caden in the history books nearby? Well, quick answer, no. Okay. And would say phrases no two-year-old says like, it's ever so hot. Oh my God and fuck. Isn't it great? She said, I haven't had a visit from Elizabeth Caden in a while, and she doesn't remember it. Oh, I miss Elizabeth Caden. I know. I wish Elizabeth Caden was, like, alive and kicking. drop her into a sentence in front of the baby and see if she can bring it back? Well, I feel like she said, I mean, she's five years old now, and she says she doesn't remember it, so clearly they've had a discussion about this. Right. But I love every part of this story. I do, too. 
I love that there's a full name attributed yeah. to this woman. I love that it's like old-timey rhetoric. Yeah. And I love that she doesn't remember it. it. Makes it pure to me. Yeah, everything about this is amazing. Oh, what was Elizabeth Caden wearing? I'm picturing like the long dress with the big high collar. Yeah, with like that like little the brooch mom con- with the uh, yes. silhouette. Mm-hmm, that shit. Yes. And the Henry James like boof hair. Yeah. I picture her saying things like, heavens to Betsy. Heavens to Betsy. And like, you know. And golly. And maybe golly. Ooh, maybe a golly in there. Real golly, this heat will make a body oh, sweat. Golly. Oh, Elizabeth. I got the vapors. I hope you're, I hope you're kind of I like of how it went from Long Island accent to, yeah. to like, like full on way, Southern yeah. It's ever so hot. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I got the vapors. <laughs> Tony Soprano as Elizabeth Caden as a three-year-old. It's good. It's real good shit. Heavens to fucking Betsy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, that's Elizabeth Caden. And Uh Mara, that is a perfect story. Yeah, holy shit. I love it. Thanks, Mara. Okay, this next one. Is it my turn? Wait. It's your turn. Is it my turn? It's your turn. It's my turn. Okay. I was going to creep. Um... I like this one because I am a big fan of buying used kids' toys on Facebook. That you are. Yeah, I think it's stoops to buy stuff. I'm sorry, you think it's what? Stoops, as in stupid. Um, I think it's stupid to pay full price for stuff that you can scout on Facebook groups, but I didn't know about Facebook groups and the purchasing of kid things until... Way too late in the game. Okay. But now, like, the bouncers and the things that you're only going to use for a minute. Oh, it's a great tool. And also, tool. it's good for the environment. <laughs> you're a great tool. I'm a, I'm a great tool. <laughs> Sorry. You should see all my devices. So, yeah. hey. <laughs> heavens <laughs> to Betsy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know the history of the things that you're buying when you do this shit. It's true. So Leslie wrote in a story that made me feel super freaky now. So thanks, Leslie. She said, we bought a beautiful playhouse on Facebook. And it was a jumbo princess, like the bomb, you can walk in it, playhouse. Oh, it was like the McMansion of playhouses. Like a shed. But like a kid shed. It's a she shed. It's incredible. I'm projecting a lot, but so I like want to give color it's a to the story. a child shed. It's a shed. Oh, that does not sound good. That does not sound good. No, but it it is what it is. It's a ched. So it was a great deal. It was in perfect condition. And my daughter was a year old. She kept saying, what is that? And she thought someone was hiding inside the playhouse. Oh. Yeah. And every time she looked at it, she'd say, what is that? So it happened five times in two years. And it happened all the time. During the day and night, they'd look out the window And she'd look at it and say, what is that? And she'd also say, mommy, who is that? Oh, God. The what is not as worrying as a who. Yeah. She'd say, mommy, who is that? And then start walking toward the house. But then she wouldn't let her in. The mom wouldn't let her in because she was too freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) So she basically. 
obviously tortured her daughter. She's like, she wanted this like huge shed that you could walk in. I bought into. you this, this shed. But I'm just, I bought you this shed. <laughs> but you're but not you allowed in it. But you can't go in it. It's haunted. Yeah, exactly. but I also like we installed it in the backyard, so now it lives there. It's a little tiny little haunted house. Yeah, that we tiny little. Later. She imported her own haunted house. So they thought about getting rid of it, but then they kept thinking, maybe it's just a child's imagination, but also we don't want her to go in. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little mini Winchester mystery house. (laughs) Yes. Yes. There's just staircases to nowhere. It's just a terror house. Rose redding out. So two weeks ago, they moved into a side yard instead of the backyard and nothing weird has happened since. Maybe her backyard is haunted. Maybe. Maybe and her, her daughter backyard. is now three. Oh. So remains to be seen if Leslie has let her daughter now into the Winchester Leslie, chat. please, can we have a follow-up? Yeah. Let us know, Leslie. I love that she bought her, like, her, bought her daughter this entire, like, elaborate house. And then was like, you cannot step And then was like, no, no. Yeah. Don't touch it. No. You can look at it. You can look at the ghosts inside, but you are not going in there. I wonder if that happens a lot. Like, I went not specifically to Cheds, but like, <laughs> can we make that a thing? Yeah, I wonder Ched. if we can make that a thing. If we ever become famous, our T-shirt will just say Ched. <laughs> Hopefully, the two listeners that we have will will spread the word. Yeah, get a Ched T-shirt if you're listening. Now. Just make it yourself. Get some chalk and a black exactly. T-shirt. Exactly. Wash it off. It'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be okay. Ched. Chad. Chad. Hashtag Chad. <laughs> okay. So I definitely have had an instance where I've bought something for Harry and then I've been like, oh, I don't think that I want you to use that. And it was more because I didn't realize that it was probably aged up too much for him. Yeah. And that has was probably the worst tantrum that he's ever thrown. Oh. was like, I bought this for him. But he was with me when it. I picked it up. Yeah. It was a squirt gun, by the way. Oh. And then it was, like, just way too real. Like, and I was like, ooh, I really am very uncomfortable with this. And he's like, well, you know, can I have the squirt gun? And I'm like, no. No, we just bought it to look at him. We just bought it to shoot Did you ever with? let him have it? No. Uh-uh. I sold it. Wait, did you, were you like, it's too real, like, it was, like, too gun-like? Yeah, it was, like, a little, like, it was, like, a pump action. Oh, yeah. And, like... I don't know. It was just really very. I'm with you. Yeah. It just gave me like squishy tummy. Having two kids gave me squishy tummy. (laughs) And I still have it. And what kind of other things do moms say? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I sold the squirt gun. Yeah. And, you know, he forgot about it eventually. But I definitely, like, I've never considered buying something haunted and just, like, not not getting rid of it, I guess is my point. Yeah, but it's a whole Ched. I know, but it's a haunted Ched. It's a scary Ched. That's fantastic, Leslie. Yeah, thank you, Leslie. But I really do want the follow-up. All right, I've got one. All right, hit me. This is, okay, I'll give you the choice. Do you want the horrifying one or do you want the um, one that will make you cry? Horrif- oh. Maybe we don't end on the one to make you cry. Yep. I want the cry one now. Okay. So, Anna. Okay. Anna, Anna writes in and she says, I would be happy to share my story. Oh, shit. Thanks, Anna. 
I believe that children are connected to, to spirit. I think she means to spirits much more than we are. When I was pregnant with my firstborn, I was pregnant with twins and lost one early on. Aww. When my son was two and a half years old, he was a very early talker. He told me that he used to have a brother, but that he's not here anymore. And he wasn't feeling well and had to close his eyes. <gasps> he pointed up to the sky and said he was up there now. After that, he would bring him up pretty often, saying they used to laugh together and that he misses him, oh my et cetera, God. et cetera. Isn't that sweet? That is really sad. My son, I'm like, isn't it sweet? And you're like, that is really sad. I know, it's really sad. My son was also born on 10-22-2012 at 12-22. Wow. And two is a sign of duality, so I have no doubt that he remembered him somehow. Oh. Isn't that so sweet? Yeah. I, yes, it's sad, but I prefer to see the sweet part of it. It's yes. like, okay, you know, like this child didn't just vanish into the ether. He was remembered by his twin brother, and, like, that's a wonderful thing in my mind. Oh, I I love, too, when people share. I, I've seen a couple of posts that are about losing a baby and lo- or losing a twin. And I think, I, I think the thing that makes me sad is you think about, like, the whole life that would happen. Of course. If the baby lived. And that your son or daughter that was the twin didn't get to know their brother or sister. And then... And then they had this whole existence. They have this whole memory of... Wow, thanks for sharing that. That is... That one is... That's a heartbreaker. But I love hearing that. I See, I love that. It makes me feel like... It has to make this mom feel better. It has to make Anna feel like, okay, so. this wonderful being that I brought into, you know, the world, into its existence, didn't just vanish. And that, you know, like, and good point. Like, there was, you know, rather than saying the regret for what he or she didn't get to do or he didn't get to do, that, you know, you sort of look at, like, oh, no, they did things yeah. together. They laughed and... You know, his brother remembers him. I think that's wonderful. That's really nice. It's super comforting to me, and it has to be comforting to Anna. Yeah. Thanks, Anna. Thanks for sharing that one. That's awesome. I mean, it's awesome that you shared. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. (laughs) We're so sorry, Anna. (laughs) I'm a train wreck, Anna. All right. Uh, Is it my turn? Oh, Oh, shit. Um, So this one's actually about food. Are you ready for my next one? Yes. So Jamie wrote in, and not my Jamie, but a Jamie, wrote, One night I was giving my son his dinner, and as I turned around to walk to the sink, he says in a whisper, Psst, are you hungry? I turned around, and he was looking to his right at the chair next to him. (gasps) Yeah. No. And I fucking love this one, Jamie, because James does this shit. All the time. What? Yes. Which we've talked about. He asks for the ghost, like food for the ghost. Or he'll say, the ghost is hungry. I need a strawberry for the ghost. And I mostly think that what James is doing is getting a strawberry right. for himself. Cause he's like, he's like, listen, I'm, I'm going to be wily about this. Yeah. But I love this story. That is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Psst. And by the way, what a kind boy. I know. He's you know checking what I mean? on like, his he's, he's like, okay, listen, I know that you're invisible. Got a crew. You, you got leprosy. Yeah. Or tuberculosis or some mm-hmm. other shit. But, you know, 
You want some of this? You want to get down on some of the spaghetti and meatballs? <laughs> you want you want Taco Tuesday? You want baby carrot? I got it. <laughs> hey, you want baby carrot? You Gosh, want a golly, fucking baby carrot! <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it's kid size like us. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that's I love that story. I do too. I mean, I need another slice of pizza for the ghost. It's not for me. No, it's not for me. I wasn't gonna eat that cookie. It's for it's Ezekiel for over here. Yeah. Ooh, Zeke the ghost. Zeke the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke the ghost really likes that Velveeta mac and cheese. And a red velvet cupcake. While and we're a, talking about yeah. Velveeta. Are you ready for my last one? You know it. So this was delivered to me at a cocktail party. Oh my gosh! A Amazing. Christmas cocktail party. And it was by a guy, and I apologize because I can't exactly remember what his name Let's was. Let's call him David. I think his name was Jack or John. She always contradicts me when I offer <laughs> an easy solution. But it's not correct. Right. Neither is Jack or John. It probably isn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm more comfortable with it. Okay, so Jack, John, David. At a party. So Jack John David at the party, we get to talking about the podcast, and he was like, oh, my brother-in-law's, I don't know if it's kid or friend of the family, whatever, it doesn't matter, some kid in connection with his brother-in-law. Are you following this? Jack John David, David's kid brother-in-law's in connection with the brother-in-law. Kid. Okay. In some respect. She's apparently he's like a really... <laughs> follow my life i am yeah um he's apparently kind of a creepy kid okay brilliant amazing but a little you know a little too tapped into something else some other existence and they were at a party different party and he was playing with a model and so jack john david's brother-in-law came into the room and he's, you know, the kid's building this model. He says, well, what is that? And he said, kid says it's a suspension bridge. Jesus. And Jack John, David's brother-in-law, said, cool, like, tell me about it. And he started explaining, well, these are the cables, and these are the pillars, and this is this, and this is that, and structurally this is how it operates. Very and, impressive. Yes, super impressive. And at the end... He said, and right up here, and he pointed to the oh, very no. tippy tippy top. That's where the people jump off. Oh my god. Right? How old was this kid? I don't know. I didn't ask. I was drunk. <laughs> and I I think I probably just screamed and ran around the table a little bit. I'm like, oh, can I use that <laughs> in my podcast? I forgot to get any details. Wow. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Wow. Now that I that I am sober and not, you know, Prosecco drunk. If only we could locate Jack John David. He actually lives a block and a half away from me. Oh, so. I could. I know Claire exactly where homework. he lives. Yeah. I know his wife. Okay. But now, I, because I can't remember his name, I'm a little embarrassed to go and ask him. Well, I think we're going to need to send Claire out on a homework mission because, <laughs> one, I want to know how old this kid is because... You know, kids of a certain age are probably just because of stupid TV exposed to. Yeah, the idea dumb of suicide. TV that I love so much. <sighs> I love it too, but. I was like dying when he told me that story. Wow. 
It's so, oh, it gives me, that also gives me squishy tummy. Like, how did, like, how does that thought even come to your head? I know, little kids. How do you know this dark shit? Exactly. But I don't think he's little. I don't think he's, like, you know, toddler age. I think he's elementary school, maybe bordering on middle school, but I don't know. All right. Well, he might have been, like, exposed to this information from a friend. Yeah, but, still. I mean, if you're talking about a model, that's just like an intrinsic part of also, the this kid is suspension bridge. Like understanding deeply a suspension bridge model. This Apparently. kid is awesome. I know. I kind of want to meet him. I wish I would learned shit like that when I was a little kid. I'm pretty I was like, this content. is my Lisa, Lisa Frank binder. <laughs> I'm pretty unicorn. content with the life that I led when I was in this year I went with middle school. The purple zebra. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Oh my God! Now I gotta go get some Lisa Frank product. Yeah, you're dating yourself. <laughs> one time per episode. Yeah. I, yeah, we needed one. We were I didn't just... date myself at all this episode. No, no, not at all. I'm Elbow a fresh-faced, <laughs> fresh-faced twenty-four-year-old. Sure, you are. Eats her weight in Campbell's soups. I eat a lot of fucking Campbell's soup, man. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go have some train wreck after this. <laughs> If you have a story that you want to share on the podcast, email us at mominuspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram at the Mominus. And we have a, a Facebook page now. Yes, we do. Mominus Podcast. Yeah. You can share your stories anywhere that you like. You yeah. can email them, DM us on Insta. We don't give a shit. You do you, man. And uh, remember, when your kid says creepy shit, don't let it bother you. But don't turn around. Ah, heaven's the fucking Betsy. (laughs) I didn't like that. Mominous was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children.